Welcome to Divorce with a Twist, Episode 8, Finding Connection After Divorce. I'm your host, Shandy Arwalis, Certified Life Coach and Divorce Attorney. Connection. We all know what it feels like, and we want it. We're humans after all. But after a divorce or breakup, you may find yourself feeling especially disconnected. You could be in a room full of people and still feel very alone. You feel invisible, like no one cares. And it's painful. It's lonely. But no, if you're feeling alone after divorce, nothing has gone wrong. Loneliness is extraordinarily common after divorce. Even when we know that the divorce was the right thing to do and we want to move on, we can still feel very alone, disconnected. Not only does your marriage end, which is the end of a significant relationship in your life, but in divorce, we often lose in-laws and mutual friends. And even if not, and there are people who support you, your nervous system is likely so out of whack that it's common to feel generally cut off and isolated. In the short term, the stress that feeling alone causes our nervous system can motivate us to seek what we need. And that is human connection. And that's good. It acts as a motivator. You feel like you want more. You know that there is something else, something more. You want to feel valued, to feel seen, heard, and understood. Feeling lonely motivates a desire for friendship. It motivates us to want to improve our relationships, to have better connection and more intimacy. It's important that you act on this motivation and create the connection that you crave. If you stay in the state of loneliness for a prolonged period of time, it can lead to depression. It can affect your sleep and seriously affect your health. You'll also feel generally less fulfilled and unhappy. And you don't want that. So how do you find connection? Connection is not something outside of us. It is not something that we have or don't have. Our feelings of connection come from our thoughts. We usually think that other people are making us feel a certain way, but that isn't true. It's our thoughts about a person that generate our feelings inside of our bodies. Let me give you an example. If someone you love tells you that they love you, you feel love. But the love from that person didn't pass from their body into yours. They didn't give you love for you to feel. You felt love because you had loving thoughts about what that person said. You probably love that person back. Because if something you particularly didn't like at all told you this very same thing, they came up to you and said, I love you, you may feel repulsed because you don't have loving thoughts about that person. You may even feel scared if you thought that person was a stalker, right? Our feelings come from our thoughts. So if you want to feel more connection, you get to create that for yourself. So it's time to get curious. Outside of your marriage, who are you? You can be fulfilled despite being divorced. And no matter who or where you are, a deeply connected life is available to you. So what can we do to feel less lonely and more connected? First, tune in to what you truly desire and get specific. What kind of connection are you looking for? Like you, I have many desires when it comes to relationships and wanting connection. I want physical connection, connection, intimacy with my lover, 
connection with my kids. I love and crave intellectual connection. I want to connect deeply with other women in business, both in my legal world and coaching world. I want to connect with a coach, someone who helps me see my own mind and understands me. I want someone to connect with on vacation, to enjoy exotic destinations. Someone who cares where I am, someone to encourage me when I'm struggling, and someone I can confide in. Someone who cares about the details of my life. I want to have connection with friends, friends who, like me, have children, and friends who don't, who I connect with on a different level. Brainstorm whatever it is you want. You may want a shopping companion, an eating companion, or a travel companion, a friend who is an empty nester, or a friend going through divorce or life change. Our desires to connect, to express, to feel a part of, are plentiful. And in your marriage, your ex-spouse may have been all of these things, but likely not. Trying to find all of this in one person or expecting one person to be all of these things is unrealistic. Now, maybe you felt your spouse was your best friend and you lost that. Or maybe you actually felt lonely in your marriage. Maybe you weren't close with your spouse and you neglected other relationships during your marriage. You didn't nurture relationships with family or have any friends. But none of that matters now. Getting a divorce or a relationship ending does not preclude you from having connection. It is available to you. It is yours to create. So how do we do that? Okay, so let's assess your relationship realm. Your relationship realm includes the people who are currently in your life. People who you spend time with or people you know or people you think about. People who influence you. This can be family, friends, children, co-workers, acquaintances, relationships that you pine for, whatever it is. Identify these people and honestly evaluate whether the connections you desire are available to you in your current relationships. Can you deepen your current connections? Do you want to? Can you build or rebuild any connection that will serve you? Why or why not? Remember, you don't have to find someone to fulfill all of your needs. You can connect with different people on different levels and for different reasons. Becoming aware of all of your thoughts and feelings will bring you closer to finding the answers of what you want within yourself. There is no right and wrong way. You get to create the connection that you want with whomever you choose. If there's no one in your current relationship realm, then move on to finding new connections. And so how do you find new connection? You create it. After you determine what kind of connection you want, you can evaluate whether the connection is available to you in your current relationships. And if not, you get to then go out and create it. What are you willing to do to create the connection that you desire? Do you want to connect? Are you showing up? Are you listening? Are you willing to improve the quality of your interactions with people in your life? Are you multitasking or going all in? Are you fully present when you are communicating? Think of your last lunch date or meal that you had with someone. Were you on your phone, checking email, scrolling, texting? Can you be deeply and fully present? And if not, what is distracting you? Then you're going to take action, actually connect. 
make a phone call, send a text, an email, reach out. Not just mindlessly liking posts and scrolling. Wish someone a genuine happy birthday. Call them on the phone. You can also join a group, clubs, a gym, church. What are your hobbies or interests? Does your neighborhood have its own social circle? There are Facebook groups for almost every interest under the sun. Seek out meetups. If they don't exist, create them in your community. Sign up for a race, train, get out of your comfort zone. Brainstorm three things you've always wanted to do and do them. Get out there. Sign up. I recently just heard this saying, and I had never heard it before. I can't give credit. It was just a meme that I had run across on social media. But it read, service is a powerful antidote to loneliness. I had never heard that before, and I thought this was very interesting. Service is a powerful antidote to loneliness. And I can see how this can be true. Go out and volunteer. There are soup kitchens, food drives in every city. Help the old, the young, those with special needs, pets, or animals. When you're in a state of service, you think less about yourself than someone else, which gives you purpose and reminds you that you have value to offer and you will feel connected to humanity. And I want to leave you with this. On your quest for connection, I encourage you to spend time learning to connect with yourself. After divorce, who are you? What are your thoughts about you? What do you want them to be? What are your dreams? What is it that you're looking forward to you? And if you can't answer that or you don't know, you want to spend some time figuring that out. Like it or not, you were given the opportunity to go after whatever it is you desire. Focus forward and decide what changes are you willing to make for yourself? That's it for today. Tune in next week. Take care. Thank you.